look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're here with Dave and Faisal on Newstock 770 and More Than Money. And, you know, Faisal, lots of people we talk to have the at least the dream of, uh, of doing some international living, right? Living someplace that perhaps you visited, loved, it's warm, it's tropical, whatever the case may be, whatever you fancy. Um, and and there's, some, there's some truths and realities, opportunities and risks in doing that. Yeah, and it's it's interesting how every year we talk to to these guys how the uh, different countries or cities start to jockey around in different positions based upon what's available. Yep. So I'm I'm interested to hear what the the top one is this year. Yeah, so we've got Dan Pressure back. He's joining us. He's been a recurring guest of ours uh, for a long time. He's with InternationalLiving.com. He's a senior editor. Dan, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Glad to talk to you guys again. Well, and Dan, let's uh, let's put it in perspective. Where are you living now? Right now, we're just south of Guadalajara on the shores of Lake Chapala in a little village called Ahihik. Uh, it, it's um, about 40 minutes south of Guadalajara International Airport, so we can get wherever we need to as quickly as we can. But really, it's just a little Mexican, former Mexican fishing village, so it's kind of quiet down there. So you notice that we've moved the, the, the season that we've talked to you away from the winter because we felt so bad after talking to you all the time that you were down there and we were up here freezing to the summer that we don't feel quite as badly now. It's a little hot down there right now. We have summer <laughs> and it, it's warming right up. So, yeah, uh, not, not quite as bad. So give us some of the highlights of the top places to retire abroad for 2017. They, uh, ha- you're right, they have jockeyed around a little bit on our Global Retirement Index. International puts that out every year. Mexico is now on top, and that is basically because the exchange rate is so good uh, between the Mexican peso and other currencies that it's an incredible bargain right now, almost as good a bargain as Ecuador was last year. So those two top positions switched. But it's the usual suspects. They're, they're warm, they're affordable, they're friendly, uh, mostly Spanish-speaking, although Southeast Asia is creeping up in the mix, as is Europe. Uh, really just places where you can go, have a great lifestyle for less money, and never have to shovel snow, which is top of my list. Now, Dan, you, you've talked about currency and how it's more affordable with the peso uh, decumulating or, or losing its value versus major currencies. Is that for a standard of living or is that for property purchasing? Because I find that uh, clients of mine who are looking at buying in Mexico are still dealing with U.S. dollars, so they don't see that drop above 18% or so uh, recently from the Mexican peso. Or is, are we just focusing on buying other goods and so forth in, uh, in Mexico? It's general cost of living, and you're right. The the real estate market in Mexico is still very strong. Uh, Mexico has the advantage of being largely a cash economy. It costs a lot to borrow money in Mexico and a lot of other Latin American countries, so people don't generally take out mortgages and leverage themselves, which means that you can hold on to a property through ups and downs with a lot less overhead than you can in the United States and Canada. So uh, the properties are, are, are still well-supported. The prices for nice homes, uh, rents are extremely cheap. A lot of times rents don't bear much resemblance to the actual purchase property of the homes. But cost of living, 
man, Susan and I can't really afford to cook for ourselves anymore. It's so <laughs> cheap to go out and have a wonderful dinner that it doesn't make economic sense to, to cook for ourselves. It's that affordable there right now. Hmm. That's unbelievable. So what are some of the factors that, uh, that are built into you know, coming up with this list? Uh, aside from affordability, what other things do you look at? Well, there are eight categories in all. I've, I should have the list up in front of me here, and I'm looking for it right now. But affordability is one. Healthcare is another. Infrastructure is another. Ease of settling in is another. Uh, these are all things that mean different things to different people. And we, we try to use these different categories because everybody has their own requirements. Uh, we suggest when people start thinking about moving abroad for retirement or for any reason to really profile themselves ruthlessly, what they can and can't live without. Mm. If you need top-notch medical care, you want to be in a major metropolitan area. If you want to live off the land and have GMO-free foods, you want to live out in the compo. Uh, if you love the beach, naturally, you want to you want to live on a coast somewhere. If you love the mountains, you want to pick that situation. Uh, how close to a major airport do you want to be? All of those things go into the mix, and we try to cover all those in the Global Retirement Index uh, with those eight categories so people can pick and choose what's what's most important to them. Now, Dan, you're, you're in Mexico. Now, Canadians are more accustomed to a universal health care program. They're not paying out for every visit that they see their family right. doctor and so forth. So break it down for us uh, naive Canadians that we are up here. How much does it really cost to have regular health care? We're not talking about anything emergency. We're just talking about regular health care in Mexico. In Mexico, uh, you have your choice. You can get private insurance, which is um, on par with insurance, uh, private insurance in the United States and in Canada. And that can be had for... Um, I, I would say probably 50% of what it costs in the United States. I'm not really up on what private insurance costs in, in Canada. If you want to have a supplemental policy or, or you want to privately insure yourself, I would say that you can have perfectly good, uh, adequate health care in Mexico for $2,000 a year. <laughs> He just laughs. That's my deductible. <laughs> That's my dental deductible, I think. That's what it was. <laughs> okay. And again, it depends It depends on what your needs are, what kind yeah. of policy you have, because you have your choice of policies and doctors to see. Um, I'll just give you an example. I got a sinus infection uh, two months ago. Called the doctor's office hoping to make an appointment before I died and got in that afternoon. The wow. guy took a look at me, gave me a steroid shot on the spot, all of my prescriptions. I was out of there with a diagnosis and a bag full of prescriptions by that afternoon, total cost $80. And as $80 out of pocket doesn't even make it worth my time to claim this on any kind of insurance. That's right. So uh, that, that's, the kind of, that's the kind of medical care that I'm used to now. And with these, um, um, the different sites, actually, the one that was, I don't know if it was on last year, was Spain on, on the list last year as well? It's on, it's on this year. And yeah, it's on year. this year. I believe it was. And yeah. last year, okay, yeah. yeah. I mentioned, I've never been to Spain. I was interested to see it on there. So um, I don't know if, if you've ever been uh, to Spain or can, can comment on that, Dan. But, um, you know, there would be a general 
hmm, apprehension, perhaps even a fear, not maybe Mexico, but when you're talking about, you know, Panama and Nicaragua and Ecuador and some of these perhaps less well-known places, there might be a perception there that maybe necessarily wouldn't be carried for people thinking about Spain. So what um, can you comment on on Spain's affordability and, and all of those things as well? Well, Spain is part of the European Union, and the European Union has its own up economic ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's also very affordable right now because Spain's economy is going through a little dip. What Spain has going for it is some of the oldest culture mm-hmm. in Western Europe. It's uh, I've I've never been. I've I've been to a couple places in Western Europe, but the people I talk to say that it is old world living uh, at its most authentic, mm-hmm. uh, like Paris, like Lisbon, like Barcelona. These are world-class cities with deep, deep culture, and they're remarkably affordable right now. And if that's what you're looking for, if you're looking for that kind of old-world charm, that, that old Western European civilization, it's there, and it's affordable right now. Uh, and that being said, you know, we, this Global Retirement Index covers countries because that's kind of the level of detail that you have to do to, to do something like this. Mm-hmm. But really what we're talking about is communities, cities, towns, regions. They're all different. It's kind of like saying, what kind of, what kind of a place is Canada to live? <laughs> well, Canada's a big place. You have a lot of choices. You know, uh, What we're really doing is talking about the difference between Vancouver and Toronto and Winnipeg and uh, you know, out on the coast of Newfoundland, places like that. People have to get a little more specific than just country to find the place that's right for them. Fair enough. Um, maybe a minute to go here. What are some of the drawbacks about retiring abroad that people don't usually think about? Well, it's not just like home. And a lot of people will move abroad just to save money and be disappointed that they can't get everything and do everything uh, exactly the way it was back home. All of these countries are different cultures, different economies, different political systems, different senses of humor, uh, different ways of looking at at things. And if that's not on your agenda, if you're not enchanted by the place that you're going, first and foremost, you're an economic refugee and you're not going to have that good a time. So um, realize that all of these places are not just Canada or the U.S. light. It's not just like back home at half the cost. These are distinct places, and if you you want to be someplace, that's your prime motivation for going. Yeah. Dan, we'll leave it at that. I want to thank you very much for joining us again. My pleasure, guys. Thanks a lot. Dan Pressure, internationalliving.com, senior editor. Faisal, um, whether you want to just travel or you want to live abroad, this is all part of the lifestyle conversation, right? Yeah, and the, um, the lifestyle is going to have a, a big cost to it potentially. There's going to have to figure out how do you grow your portfolio, how do you live off your money, how do you... How do you actually afford this type of uh, a lifestyle? We're going to discuss that and how to bulletproof that retirement on Tuesday, July 25th, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seats. So give us a call, 966-8400, 966-8400, or go to our website at morethanmoneyradio.com. All right, before we sign off, uh, just a quick reminder that you can access any of the past segments that we've covered on More Than Money Radio uh, at morethanmoneyradio.com. Or you can get them delivered directly to you by searching for More Than Money CHQR on iTunes or in your favorite podcast app. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of More Than Money on News Talk 770. 
David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund, an investment industry regulatory organization of Canada.